Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Justin Fields will get his first career start for the Chicago Bears. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Are they going to put him in a position to be successful? We'll answer that in a minute. Live from the Seaport District to Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Listen to Bears head coach Matt Nagy yesterday discussing his quarterback situation as Andy Dalton was ruled out and Fields was named the starter, at least for now. We're not expecting him to practice today or to have him available uh, this week, so he'll, he'll be week to week. Um, Justin's going to be our starter. And his prep starts uh, right now. It's a great opportunity for Justin and, and uh, for all of us as, as a staff to be able to uh, take this thing and, and see where he goes with this. You know, when Andy is healthy, our plan continues for him to be the starter. All right. By the way, Bruce Arians joins us at 8, 10 a.m. Eastern here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max Key. You talked about the idea, first of all, of teams putting, you know, putting their arms around their young quarterbacks. And the ones who do it bring them along, and the ones who don't, they just wind up getting another new quarterback in a couple of years. Or a new coach. Or a new coach, right. Um, and the idea of scheme needing to change for Justin Fields, because he's not Andy Dalton, what, is, what, what does the scheme need to be for Fields to be successful well, it on It doesn't Sunday? need to change. He just needs to add some principles in his offensive package that will allow Justin Fields to do some off-schedule things if he needs to. Uh, the offense isn't going to change. What they will do is take out the things that Justin does extremely well out of their playbook and implement them in their own game plan and leave the stuff that Andy Dalton did well out. That's just what it is. People think because you all of a sudden move from one quarterback to the next that the playbook is gone and they're going to start designing a whole bunch of new stuff. No, and that's not. they don't do that. They're going to run what they run, but along the way, they are going to have, you know, 10, 20 plays out of 200 plays that they can go to at any given moment and know that they can have success with just fields that they may have not had with Andy Dalton. It's hard for a rookie at quarterback to have success. Mac Jones is like in the perfect situation, and it's not like he's lighting up the scoreboard. He's managing the game. Zach Wilson's not looking good. Trevor Lawrence is not looking good. No offensive lines. Trey Lance isn't playing yet. Not really. Justin Fields has one of the worst offensive lines in the game, Key. Yeah, but he, can, but he may make the offensive line better because of his style. So the offensive line may be a little bit better, or at least look better in the situations that they put in because they block it for a different type of player. So I said this in hour one. Cole Komet, uh, I was reading an article by him, and he was saying, you know, backyard football. Is something that everybody on the Bears has to prepare for because of his ability to scramble and because of Justin Fields' ability to make plays out of nothing that you have to always be thinking about how do you make yourself available to a player like this. And I think that element – why are you shaking your head, Key? I'm shaking my head because that's, that's so hard for a receiver. Receiver to do. That's why I'm just like, but this it, is hard. But isn't that – that's something that's you – know, we I talk mean, about, it has to be hard for – you're going to play – you're playing with a rookie. The receivers are going to have to no, do a little No, just in general, right? it's hard to play with Kyler Murray. Uh-huh. It's hard. They run around. You got to stay – like Jay just referenced the article that he was reading, that you, you have to stay working all the time. There can't be any brother-in-law and hanging out over on the side, chopping it up with the DBs when the quarterback is running around. So You've got to be ready to go. So, so what adjustments – if you're an Allen Robinson – 
what adjustments do you have to make in this game with Justin Fields that you didn't have to make with Andy Dalton? It's just a mental. That's all. It's just a mental adjustment. Like I know. What? I know that I have to stay moving all the time. I can't just assume the play is dead because at any moment this dude might just Houdini it and come out of a come out of a, a pocket. When you slow down, you look up and he running Boom. towards you. You know, and that happens with these style quarterbacks because they they can extend the plays on off schedule plays. This is the reason Kyler Murray is so dangerous in Arizona is because when he breaks the containment, which is the edges, once he breaks that containment, all bets are off. Ain't is no it, telling so what he might do. Does your conditioning have to be different too? No. You, no well, you, they, they're I go, well conditioned. I, I know they're well your conditioned, mind. but I go back to this place though. Like if you're used to playing in one style or system and then all of a sudden somebody else brings different capabilities to the table that require you to work and move more. Yeah. Like your conditioning does have to be no, at you, a different level. They condition yeah. they condition your mental ridiculous. condition. They, it's both, a, it becomes yeah. a mental situation because they're well conditioned. Fair. Unless their training staff is just not good. But what you have to do, Jay, for instance, if I'm running a route and I'm running an 18-yard comeback, which is pushing up and coming back to the sideline yeah. 18 yards, and all of a sudden I put my foot in the ground and that ball is not out at, when I hit 16. So when I snap my head around to look and that ball ain't on me, now what am I going to do? Am I just going to stand there because he didn't deliver the ball in sync and on time? Or am I now going to work to get open because he still has the ball in his hand? Well, I'm going mm-hmm. to work to get open. We're going to play scramble drill. We're going to do whatever we need to do. And that's hard on the receiver. What about, Key, the fact that he is buying more time? Like, the more time there is, the more – ability for a receiver to get open, right? Well, it, 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 it's not the ability for you to get open. It's the ability to have a second shot at getting open. Okay. Because of the first time around, you're dead if he's running around. You ran your route, he pulls it down, he's running. Now you just need to be mindful of he's running around. Let me stay working and get open. Let me not stand here, as I said before, and hold a conversation with the DB that I went to high school with. Right. Because if I do that and he's running and I'm not doing my job, it's going to be all bad. So if you ever notice the off-schedule plays, the Lamar Jacksons, the Cam Newtons, the Russell Wilsons, the Kyler Murrays, those guys have a, a tremendous amount of off-schedule plays because they can extend the play. Therefore, people like Hollywood Brown breaks open into the free, and you sit there and you go, well, why aren't they covering him? Well, because they let up. The defenders let up because they saw Justin Fields getting ready to run around, so they went to pursue <laughs> and forgot about their dude, and he just running down the field, but naked by himself. It's kind of like Stephen Curry and the Golden State Warriors, that continuity offense, man. Like after a while, you stay down in a defensive stance, but you lose track of him because he's always moving. And meantime, Aaron Rodgers brought this up a couple weeks ago. You know, once upon a time, backyard football and everything, you could, you could make a lot of spectacular plays and also turn the ball over a lot like Brett Favre. Rodgers came along, and then all of a sudden the league was like, okay, you can do all those things, and we don't want you to turn the ball over, like single-digit turnovers while you're playing that kind of style. Mahomes is the best at that, Mahomes and Rodgers, ever. Can Justin Fields play that style and still take care of the ball key as a rookie behind a bad O-line? Well, well, see, Aaron Rodgers, you mentioned Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. They really don't play backyard style, and Brett Favre didn't either. He just was a gunslinger. He just decided to punch and go. Backyard is what we saw Lamar Jackson do. Fake the run, have me think, oh, he get ready to break. This dude just threw the ball. So that's backyard. The stuff that Justin Fields off schedule plays become backyard. And he can do that because typically an off schedule. You don't think Mahomes plays, and Rodgers play backyard? Nah, nah. They 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 kind of 
stay within what they do because the ball comes out quick. But they can make they can do things on off schedule plays as well. Uh-huh. But his off schedule not essential plays, to their game. It's no, just an his, addition. His game and his off schedule plays that he's gonna make the receivers got to stay working. And you asked about the turnovers and things of the nature. You typically don't turn the ball over on off schedule plays unless you're throwing the ball back across your body into the middle of the damn field. Right. That becomes a young person's mistake. When you see him do that, that's because he's young. Veteran players like Aaron Rodgers, he only does it if it's wide open. But you, Patrick Mahomes only does it because he knows he can get it there. You also want to see with Fields, though, how he adapts after those mistakes happen, how quickly he can then bounce back and That's not make that point. same mistake twice. That's a great right? point. Mistakes are going to happen, exactly. especially to young players. How do they respond? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join on the Goodyear Hotline. Dolphins will be without their starting quarterback this Sunday, so we'll bring out the panic meter. And tell you if it's to the max for Tua. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Quarterback change in Miami due to injury as two is hurt again. Here is head coach Brian Flores yesterday. You know, I said on Monday that we're going to uh, run some more tests. We ran those tests. Uh, Tua is, he'll be out this week. Um, he has fractured ribs. So obviously he's in a lot of pain. Uh, so he'll be out this week. Uh, Jacoby will start. Um, and we're just going to take it week to week. Really, you know, let's call it day to day and week to week. But he'll be out this week. Just kind of want to, you know, put that out there right now. Yes, he will be out this weekend, week to week. But let me not say week to week. Let me just change it to day to day. <laughs> just in case Jacoby Brissett decides that he wants to play well like he did at Indy at times. And now it's going to be a quarterback controversy on whether or not Jacoby Brissett should be the guy or Tua. That's where I'm going. Energy. Let's play to the max. Key zero fifty or to the max. Where's your panic meter for Tua for the rest of this season? 
I would. It was zero fifty to the max. I'm gonna go fifty, man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just gonna stay right there in the middle fifty because it's gonna be hard to come back off rib injury into a bad offensive line that's not protecting you all that well for a young quarterback who's had a number of injuries dating all the way back to college to now this latest incident with the barbecue ribs. Jacoby Brissett, as you know, Jay, has taken over a veteran guy that was in New England, went to Indy, was going to be their franchise quarterback until things didn't go the way that they envisioned, but he still played okay. He gives Miami probably, in my opinion, the best chance to win. I'm shocked, brother, that you said 50. I'm going max. I mean, because now I'm sitting there thinking as somebody who's assessing talent, you went through your injury at Alabama, now you have a rib injury. Like, How injury prone are you? And I don't care what anybody says. The looming thought of Deshaun Watson, I know there's a lot of things still to be figured out. I know it will be Jacoby Brissett's ball. It will be his team moving forward until Tua comes back. But now that's something you're starting to question because it's following Tua, Max. I am to the max on this. Here's my thing, guys. Look at that. Look at his and injury key, history. this goes to something that you – I'm not even going to talk about the injuries for a second. I want to say what this could lead to. Key, this goes to something you talk about a lot, the branding. Is it are – you, are you buying the brand mm. or the player, Right. Think about a guy like Teddy Bridgewater. He was going to be a franchise quarterback. He was doing what young quarterbacks do, managing the situation on his way. He gets hurt, and because he wasn't a dynamic player, he is now a journeyman starter. He's a starting quarterback, and everyone knows it. He goes from team to team. He's not considered the franchise guy. Tua is not where Bridgewater was. He's behind where Bridgewater was. If he, if the bloom comes off the rose and he loses that brand – he could wind up being a journeyman quarterback. And who knows if he could be a starter? See, I don't know that. I, it, it's hard for me to say because when I talk to certain people in the league that I know that make decisions on talent evaluating, some some didn't have him as high as others. And I trust the ones that I trust. And when you look at it, you are at Alabama. He was a dynamic quarterback. But a lot of stuff get fluffed up at times as well. He comes in, he throws a hell of a touchdown pass to Devontae Smith to win the game after Jalen Hurts is benched at halftime. That carries him, and he continues to play well. To now. It carries him to now. Yeah, but the, but the, the Alabama Crimson Tide could have still done the same things with Jalen Hurts thereafter. Right. It's not You, you see what I'm I saying? I do. Mm-hmm. And so – I always, if that stuff gets exposed right now and people start thinking that way, he might not get his starting job back. Well, you he gotta, may- you gotta think that way. You gotta, you got. When he came out in the draft, I had him at the bottom of the quarterbacks, and, and Justin Herbert at the top. Well, another guy who was at the top. Wait, wait, of- wait, wait. Can you give me another dolphin sound? What was your dolphin sound? Since we're talking oh. about Tua, what was your- yeah, he gave us a cat and a horse. My boy Chris Duhon was like, it sounds like a dolphin has the flu. Well, I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I what the hell? Yeah, yeah, I can't, how would you do a dolphin? Jay, you do a dolphin. Yeah, I know how to do a dolphin. A no, that was bad. I don't know. That's what I, I tried. Know. Yeah, yeah, I, don't I think, know. well, I don't know. that was Flipper. a little closer to dolphin. Yeah. I have to admit it. All right, Trevor Lawrence, no quarterback <laughs> since Luck, and maybe not even Luck, came out with the kind of hype that Trevor Lawrence came out with. Are you 0-50 or to the max panic meter this season, Trevor Lawrence? Uh, I'm, I'm, again, I'm a 50 on him. Mm-hmm. because I understand he's a rookie. I understand that Urban Meyer's a rookie in, an, in, a, in a different situation than he was in college. He's still trying to figure a whole lot of things out. Um, I've never been – this is the second coming of Peyton Manning. I've, I've never said that about Trevor Lawrence. I think he will be 
as good as what they put around him to make him successful. But I don't think he is a guy that's going to put that team on his back and lead the charge. So that's fair because Key never thought of him that way. Jay, what about you? Most people did think this is a top, top, top flight prospect. Where's your panic meter with Trevor Lawrence? I'll go 50. Um, I think a lot who you're being coached by as well. And here's what I do know in college. You know, I was 95 and 13. I lost 13 games in my first two and a half, three weeks in the league. Like, that does something to your mental state of mind, too. When you don't have the pieces around you and there's a lot of pressure on you, and every time there's a different college opportunity coming up, you're going to have your head coach's name flirting with it to a degree. That wears on you over time. I'm to the max panicking on Trevor Lawrence for this season. I do not think this is going to be a good season for him and Urban Meyer and the Jags. Keyshawn Johnson. Zach Wilson panic meter, zero fifty or to the max. I'm going to just say it's zero at this point in time mm. for the New York Jet people because Surprised. I, I want them, I want to give them an opportunity to do what they didn't do for Sam Darnold, uh, which is build around him. Don't panic. Yeah, they don't panic about it because it's, it's two games. They don't have any players. They signed Corey Davis, gave him big money. Everybody thought that this was the – is going to be the guy that'll help Zach Wilson. It could be one of the pieces because you certainly want a young receiver paired with a young quarterback so they can grow. Peyton Manning, a la Marvin Harrison, then Reggie Wayne. As you continue to grow, hopefully Zach Wilson will get some of those same things. But if they do start bringing players in and he starts to look like that, it goes to then the we're going to all go to the max. Jay? Well, if he keeps throwing interceptions at this rate, I mean that- – I hear what you're saying, Key. I'll probably go to the max because of the market he plays in. And the more we see Sam Darnold ball out, the more every Jet fan and every media will take that story and they'll start that comparison. It's unfair. It's not right. But that's what people do. What do I always say, though, Max? First year, eh, give me nothing, whatever. Learn how to get to the coffee machine. Second year, okay. Find the weight room. Put the sugar in the coffee. We good. Third year, I need you to get the coffee, the weight room, the sugar, all that, and get my donuts. By the time you get the fourth year, you somebody else should be doing that for you. We see that happening with Sam Darnold now in his fourth year. First, second year, and third year, and nothing good around him. But we see in his fourth year, nah, he man. will potentially be a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback at the end of the but season. But for this but- season, I'm all the way to the max on Zach Wilson because key something that you said the ones who are successful early, the franchise puts their arms around them. They, this is not Zach Wilson's situation. It's not Trevor Lawrence's situation. Trey Lance, they have a, they're doing it right in San Francisco, actually. Justin Fields, they tried to do it right. Now there are injuries. I'm all the way to the max Forced on in. Zach Time Wilson. Forced in. Why are you trying to make my rookie hazing last longer than my rookie year, man? You can have me getting donuts and stuff going into my third, fourth year well, in the your, league. Yeah, your second year, you add to it. That's some sly veteran find, stuff, You just though. find the coffee. Your second year, <laughs> See, you Max? Get That's a little the more. Slide veteran stuff. Third keep... year, you get a little bit more. Fourth year, you can find somebody else to do it for you because you should be at the top of your game. I am no longer bringing Krispy Kreme donuts to the facilities oh, for your Krispy ass. Krispy Kreme. No more. Krispy Kreme. You got. You know. You Stop. got. Don't don't come in just for with Krispy Kreme for yourself chicken. though. Jay. All right. <laughs> the one you had this morning at six a.m. <laughs> Jameis Winston, after a great week one and a bad week two, where's the panic meter key? I'm not panicked at all. It's a zero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a zero on Jameis Winston. It. We'll, we'll worry about him midseason. Jay? I, I, I'm a zero, too. I, look, I, I still think that defense has a lot left in him. Uh, did it look good last game? No, but 
second game under the center for him full time. Like, I'm willing to give him a pass. And that interception he threw at the end is 20 seconds on the clock. He just threw it up there. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't like he threw it deliberately to the other team. I'm going to go 50. I agree with what you guys are saying, but there's such a small sample size of Jameis playing quarterback under these circumstances. I want to make sure that this is not a mirage. Yeah, but he didn't play bad in the Carolina game at all. He didn't play bad in, the Carolina, in Carolina. In the loss to Carolina. No, he didn't play bad at all. That's no, true. Not at all. That's true. He, he wasn't bad. bad. No. All right. I might go to zero on yeah. Jameis. I'm, I'm, I'm looking ahead to Belichick. I think the Patriots are going to win that game. Are. But, yeah, maybe. Big Ben panic meter key. 50. Oh, I'm sorry, Max. Yeah. Max, all the way to the end. I mean, the dude, he's older, man. He's 39 years old. He should be, this should be a farewell tour. The rocking chairs, the, the Bentley Rolls Royces parked at the end of the tunnel, being waving off. That's what it should be. He shouldn't be trying to figure out how to come back off injury to help the team. You can see it in how he uh, is throwing the football. When people get around him, he can't get out the way. This is not Ben Roethlisberger of eight years ago. We all know that. It's, it, he's cooked. He's toast. I mean, he's done. I mean, good, good guy, good quarterback. His best years is way behind him, though, in all honesty. They really are. I go, Max, I feel bad for Big Ben. It's like, you know, there's always some kind of injury that comes into it. Whenever somebody says, hey, this is probably my last go around, my last to ride, just doesn't, it doesn't feel like it leads to them making the playoffs and them riding out on the white, beautiful horse. I don't. My panic meters to the max with Ben Roethlisberger, and it was before the season yeah. started. I thought he was the worst quarterback in the division, and because there's a lot of good quarterbacks in the division, but also behind an old bad offensive line that got younger and probably worse. Do you think they're going to draft a running back that's going to change anything? He was dinking and dunking last year, uh, all the way to the max on on. Uh, but ben the interesting thing is what will happen as the season goes on, and if they drop enough games to where it starts to look bleak in the playoffs, what do they do with Ben Rod? Do they just let him stay underneath the center? Or do they finally say, okay, we're getting ready to throw in a towel and we get ready to turn to Dwayne Haskins and Mason Rudolph? By the way, Dwayne Haskins and Mason Rudolph, they don't, they don't have a succession plan? They should have a plan with a the guy they've well, been grooming. I would, I would, I'm not ready to give up on Dwayne Haskins just yet. He was drafted in the first round for a reason. He didn't he look great some, in the preseason, though. He has some, no, he looked fine in the preseason. He wasn't bad in the preseason at all. He was not bad in the preseason. He might have had one bad game at the end, the last preseason game. Mm-hmm. But over the course of the preseason, he had he, he did pretty good. Okay, last say. one, guys. Carson Wentz, 0 50 or to the max key. Panic meter. 50. Because I don't know about his, his injuries. It's, it's just like two ankles and his foot. Like, is he getting ready to be one of those dudes? ACL, which was a tough play against the Rams in L.A. when the year they went to the Super Bowl. But is he getting ready to be one of those guys that – Nothing good happens to. Is he going to be one of those guys? You know, all the talent. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor. Got the look, got the talent. Big, tall in the pocket. He can climb the pocket, pat the ball, slide with his feet, do all those things. But then in the end, we like, yeah, too bad. Mm. Is he going to be one of those? I think he already is. Yeah. I'll tell you, watching the replay in slow-mo, he's lucky it was just his ankle. His leg kind of like snapped yeah, back. Like I thought knee. it was going to be his knee potentially. Uh, but coming off – you know, off-season foot surgery, when you have dual ankle sprains, like that stuff you start to really worry about, especially for an old line that struggles and the way he's gotten hit so many times. Like, it doesn't seem like that's an that's a algorithm set up for success. I'm to the max, and let me tell you something. 
what I heard out of Philly was Filippo was the bad cop, which is what I think Carson Wentz needs, and, and Reich was the good cop. And without like I, I just don't believe in the guy anymore. All right, that's the panic meter. Uh, or what's the panic meter, the question is, in Jacksonville after Urban Meyer's last comments. Jeff Darlington joins us on the Goodyear Hotline, brought JD. to you by Goodyear. See With that? you for every mile on the road to greatness, Goodyear more driven. See that that audible we just ran, man. What? That was a that was a clean audible man, there. That was something special. <laughs> that sure was. That's, I, I still don't know what <laughs> happened to Max it. Max throwing away the papers. Uh, weather looks nice down there in Miami, Jeff. You looks nice. Else, Max. Where you at, Matt? Uh, where you at, John? Oh, John. Jeez. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. John, John Darlington. John Darlington, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> where, where are you at, man? You in Jacksonville? You in Orlando? You in South Florida? Like, no, where man, are you? That's that's uh, downtown Fort Lauderdale right there. Oh, okay. Ooh, lots of lots, okay. baby. Yeah. All right. Okay, so yep. Urban Meyer tells uh, Vic Fangio that every week in the NFL is like playing Alabama. We're playing hot news or not news with you, Jeff. Is that hot news or not news? Right. That's not news. Of all the awkward, clunky things that Urban Meyer has done since he was hired by the Jaguars, this one ranks at the bottom. It, I just, I mean, it, it is like playing Alabama. If Matt Rule stood behind the podium with the Carolina Panthers right now and said the exact same thing, we'd be like, yeah, you know, that's a good comparison from college to the pros. Because there's just no margin of error when it comes to winning games in the NFL. That being said, everything's going to get scrutinized right now, what Urban Meyer says. So I get it, but it's not news. Yeah, it's not, it's not news at all, Jeff. The funny thing about it is I was sitting, when I heard this, I was sitting back and saying to myself, when was the last time Urban Meyer, every single week, think about this, Jeff, every single week in his coaching career, he was favored or slightly either slightly yeah. favored or favored for the most part of his coaching career. Every single damn game that he's going to be in, he knows he's probably going to lose. So it's going to feel like Alabama. Right. No question about it. When he get on that bus going to the stadium, Jay, he's sitting there going, oh, I'm taking another L. Uh, Jeff, the, the, reason, <laughs> the reason why I say it's hot news is because, you know, you know how it works. As soon as Urban Meyer says something like this and it gets out, you're like, how long does Urban Meyer last? How long does he last in NFL? Like, true, when will he want to call it quits? It naturally leads to that, Max. Yeah, it's not news. It'll be hot news when Urban Meyer goes back to college. <laughs> not, but not That's news right. yet. Matt Nagy saying Andy Dalton is the starter when healthy. Jeff Darlington, hot news or not news? Man, it is hot news. Um, and, and I say that only because in Chicago yesterday, you know, you get this this – Great news that, you know, to Chicago fans that Justin Fields is going to be the starter one minute later. Oh, by the way, let me pour some water on that fun and uh, let you know that Andy Dalton will get the job when he gets back. But I will say, I, I understand from the perspective of at least it doesn't put them in a situation where if, if Fields were to struggle a little bit, and we'll see. By the way, if Fields plays well, he's keeping the job. If he were to struggle a little bit, at least it's not going to be one of those situations where it was like Tua and Fitzpatrick last year with this awkward back and forth. You can fall back on the whole injury thing that you said before. But, uh, but it's still hot news, man. Anything with Justin Fields getting the start, whatever comes from that is hot news right now. Even though we, it's hot news and even though we kind of could forecast, right, Jeff, that, that was, this was probably going to happen based on coming out of Sunday, mm-hmm. you are absolutely right. I said the same thing that you said. He's the starting quarterback. If he struggles, he may go back to Andy, depending on what the struggle looks like. But if he's smooth selling like we think he's going to, and they're winning games or losing games extremely close, 
don't think Andy Dalton could be looking for a new zip code. Yeah, Jeff, how about this? Hot news. Yeah. If Justin Fields and the Bears find a way to beat the Cleveland Browns at Soldier Field in a shootout, Andy Dalton will not see the field again. It's hot news. Hell yeah. Justin Fields. No way. He's not going to see the field no again. Justin Fields, for this franchise, never had, great, Tom Brady stuff right never had a great Jeff, quarterback exactly. in 70 years, whatever it is, for this franchise, waiting all these years for another Super Bowl since 85. It is hot news when a potentially great quarterback takes the ball to start for the first time. Kevin Stefanski not ruling out Odell Beckham Jr. for week three, Jeff Darlington. Hot news or not news? Yeah, it's hot news, man, especially with Jarvis Landry going to the IR right now. So Landry's going to miss the next three games. It looks like Odell is on pace, on track to play in this game. Of course, the question becomes, how will his connection with Baker Mayfield be? You know, there's some optimism there from the standpoint that they've been working together a lot this offseason. It feels like there's some connection that's building. But I'll tell you, man, it's not about when we look at that stat sheet on Sunday, it's not going to be about whether Odell has a ton of catches for a ton of yards. What you got to look at here is the efficiency. If, if Baker throws him four passes and he catches those four passes, that's a good sign because what's been the problem is Baker forcing passes to, to uh, Odell and then just kind of not being on the same page in that regard. It's all about efficiency with these two right now, not about putting up monster numbers. Well, it's hot news in a couple ways. It's hot news because OBJ gets an opportunity possibly to get back on the field week three when Landry is being removed for injury. On top of that, it's hot right. news for the Cleveland Brown fan base because ever since they acquired OBJ, they've been starving for his attention. And now finally, mm-hmm. he will be able to give them that attention solely as the main weapon in the passing game for the Cleveland Browns yeah. at a time when the Browns are good. Opposed to when he got there, they were not good. So it's a little bit different now, and I'm sure everybody will feel good about it. Yeah, first off, I want to clean up something so all the people on the Twitter sphere don't come at me. The game is in Cleveland, not at Chicago. On me, moving forward. I'll go hot news. Uh, just because, look, we, you think about what the ceiling of this team could be if OBJ and they find chemistry, right? If they find chemistry then that's something different. That takes this team and it rises, it raises the ceiling. I think it's hot news. I agree. So I think o- Odell could put him over the top, but it's 100% chemistry. He and Baker have not had it. They got to get it. And what Key said, without Jarvis Landry, they kind of need him now. Hot news or not news quickly, guys. Tua being out this week with fractured ribs, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, it's hot news just from the standpoint that we really need to find out what Tua is as a quarterback. Can he be the franchise guy for the Dolphins? Now, is it is it hot news from the perspective that the Dolphins right now are some crazy? Perhaps not. But look, this was a guy who came out of this game. We thought, all right, maybe he, he, he could get back and play through the pain. But all of a sudden, Flores comes out and says, no, he's got fractured ribs, not just bruised ribs. You know, we've got to see Tua back in there as soon as we can. And they got to protect him from himself, absolutely. But this is a guy with a lot on the line this season, a team that really needs to get an evaluation. So, yeah, two are missing uh, action this early on is hot news for the Miami Dolphins. Thank you, Jeff. That will conclude this uh, thrilling version of edition of Hot News or Not News. That's Jeff Darlington. Appreciate you, brother. Jeff, who was that climbing through your window? Yeah, guys. Climbing Look behind you. Who was that climbing through your window? <laughs> People always, hey, my friends always say they're going to jump back there one day. They're going to climb up this ladder right here and not tell me and all of a sudden just pop up.
All right, J.D. Aaron Rodgers admitting he's a little uh, sensitive to people saying inflammatory things about him. We went over that. We're going to be talking more about it. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. So a lot was made about one thing Doc Rivers said on the show yesterday here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Um, here's what he had to say back after game seven, um, Sixers were eliminated against the Hawks and he was asked a question about Ben Simmons as a championship point guard. And here's what doc said at the time. Ben Simmons can can still be a point guard for, for a championship team, like the one you guys want to become. Yeah, David, I don't know that question or the answer to that right now. Um, you know, so I don't know the answer to that. All right. So that's pretty straightforward. I don't know the answer to that question right now. The media interpreted that as I think is fair to infer that he meant, like, I, based on what I just saw, I couldn't tell you if he can win a championship or not. Here's Doc with us yesterday responding to a question about that. Doc, I heard you build Ben up so much last year, but it seems like the one comment you made after you guys lost to the Hawks seems to be getting blown out of proportion. When the reporter asked you your thoughts on Ben Simmons, is he a championship-level PG? And you said, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, how do you feel no, about that? No, that's not what I said, actually, uh, Jay. I, this is one thing I, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because this is when narratives, and this is what makes our jobs hard. Hmm. Um, I actually said when the guy asked, guys, I'm not answering that stuff right now. Hmm. I don't even know how to answer that. So ah. what I was talking about was not answering the question. Wow. Wow. Uh, it had nothing to, to do with Ben. Up. Yeah. And, but I said, you know, it's funny the next day, uh, because my daughter actually, Callie called me and said, Hey, you better clean that up. I know exactly what you were saying, but they're going on with a different narrative. So the next day, um, I did an impromptu, uh, press conference and said it again. I said, guys, 
for whoever's running this narrative, you know that's not what I was saying. Uh, ben knows that. Rich Paul knows that. Uh, but, you know, it's amazing how it gets started, and it just takes a life of its own. Mm. Doc, let's, let, now, now I'm going to let you be real clear and simple for those that want to change the narrative and create the storyline for you and what comes out of your mouth. I'm going to simply just ask you this. Can Ben Simmons play for you and win a championship? Yeah, he can, all day. Um, all day. He just does so many things, man, that – you know, it's funny. I, you, you guys heard me all year fighting for the kid. So there's the answer. So the, the answer to that is Ben Sims can play for him. Ben Sims can play for him, and they can win a championship. At least Doc thinks so. That's what Doc believes. Uh, all right, so let's break that down. And uh, I do believe that Doc believes this, but there's levels to it, right? Because a couple months before that, they were all in to get James Harden. So – can they win a championship with Ben Simmons? Potentially. What else is Doc supposed to say when it feels like the 76ers in their backs are against the wall? But what are the chances of them winning a championship with a player that brings different capabilities to the table for the 76ers why than is that, Ben Simmons? But I, I, I'm confused about why that's insulting to Ben Simmons. James Harden I never said it was insulting MV, to him. But I mean, like, they were all in to get James Harden. And what I hear is that that might have been part of the problem. Like, why are you trying to move me? But respect to Ben Simmons, who Doc is great defender, great passer, crazy handles for a six-foot-ten guy, et cetera, et cetera. James Harden has won an MVP, and every year he's in the MVP conversation. That he's a better be, player. And that might be cool, but nobody wants to hear their name pushed out Thank there you, Key. in the universe. It's just like you, Max. You don't want to hear your name being put out there, and then all of a sudden it doesn't happen, and you got to look the bosses in the face. Same thing with Jay. Jay don't want to hear his name out there, and then all of a sudden they got to come back to you and be like, "Hey, you know, we just was we, we were just having yeah. coffee with him. It's not that now you lose all trust, and no matter what they try to do to gain that trust back, it'll never be that way. Plus, Key, they were the top team in the East yep. at the time. They were fighting for that, so it's not like you're not in position to do that while you're hearing your name floated out there for other guys. And I know you say that, but there are other names out there that people are waiting for. Damian Lillard. People are trying to wonder what's going on in his situation. Was he okay with them hiring Chauncey Billups? Is he going to stay there? Bradley Bill in Washington, D.C. He's an, uh, there are other players that are on the same the kind of tier. But the difference with that, what you're describing in Ben Simmons is, Dane Lillard can pick and choose and say what he want to say if he want to come and go. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons didn't have that right to do that. They was picking and choosing for, for him. Well, I'll say this. you got to also be honest with yourself at a certain point. Ben Simmons is an excellent player and a star. There are levels. He is not on James Harden's level. Yeah, like, you, just you, not. Do, you do have to be uh, honest with yourself and know that James Harden is the better player. But in the entire time when they're telling you we're not doing that. We're not doing that. It's a totally, They're lying to your face. It's a totally different situation. And I'm a dog, too. So why would – just because James Harden coming don't mean that I have to belittle my game and step down. You know even what? Even though you I know, know he's an MVP. If it was – if this is the issue with Simmons, too, there's another issue. He does all these things at amazing levels. He doesn't even attempt a shot. Like, it's one thing to be the freak and say he needs to work on his shot. He's not a real threat, whatever. Simmons, I've never seen anything like it. He just won't shoot. This is just my thinking about Ben because I've watched him work out in the summertime. 
See, I, I think I, I think there's something there between Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. And let me tell you why I think this way. You know, a couple of weeks ago when Joel Embiid extends that olive branch key, yes. it's the first time I've seen Joel Embiid do something like that. I actually praised him for it because this is the leader that you need to be. But that has not been the case between these two. Like, there have been so many reports about these guys not talking, these guys not hanging, these guys not having. And I'm not saying you need to be best friends when you're teammates with somebody to win a championships, but it seems like they've been so far off. And now all of a sudden when Ben wants to leave, now all of a sudden Joel is like, well, hey, we can win championships together. I think Ben looks at guys and he's like, I feel like some of you guys are frauds, and I don't want to be around that. Do you think, and as, as the, the guy that played the NBA in, in Naismith, Right, I'm yes. saying right. Yes. Award winner, you you know it all, you do it all. Could he just be doing that because he doesn't want all the the negativity to be like you forced being out of Philadelphia? What do you mean, Joel? And be like, oh I'll, yeah, give him that olive branch. He doesn't want to be. He doesn't want to be the, the, the scapegoat. He doesn't want to be the bad guy. Why the pressure is on one coach in the biggest game of the NFL weekend. Plus, Bruce Arians coming up next on Keyshawn J. Will and Mack on ESPN Radio, heading to ESPN News. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.